Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Nā mihi nui. I'm Alison Balance and welcome to this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ. David Leung is a biotechnology researcher at the University of Canterbury. He's a man of many ideas, and he has many students trying to bring those ideas to fruition. I'm off to the lab to find out more. The main focus of our lab is plant biotechnology. So you're looking for technologies inspired by plants, based on plants? Oh no, we're looking for technology to, to use plants, to help plants, <laughs> and to... Uh, develop better plans that can help to deal with some environmental issues. So what might be an example of an environmental issue that you've dealt with? For example, we heard a lot about nitrate in our water, nitrate in waterways. And so the two ways to, t- to look at it. We can look at technology to tell us how much nitrate in the waterways. Another way is look at technology to, to be able to take the nitrate out of the waterway. And so we have some plant-based material or biomaterial which we can make it, change it, so that it becomes a super nitrate remover. Nagisa Daraja is working on a way to remove nitrates from water. Hi, I'm Nagisa Daraja. I'm a PhD student. I'm originally from Iran. And we are working on nitrate removal from uh, aqueous solution. And we use uh, bio-waste material, the abundant material in nature. So what kind of bio-waste material are you using? Actually because it's now under IP now. It's It's confidential now. Yes. But we make some modification. Then we produce a powder that it can absorb nitrate uh, within 19 minutes we can remove 95% of nitrate from water. And only 2 grams per litre, that's enough. That's very efficient. Yes. (laughs) And uh, after absorbing the nitrate, we want to use it as a slow-release fertiliser. It's a double whammy. You're basically fixing the pollution problem, you're removing the nitrate, and then you're turning it into a useful fertiliser. That's good value for money. Yes, exactly. David says he's pretty excited with the success of Nagisa's secret powder, and although it's only been tested at lab scale to date, the pair are optimistic it will be useful in situations such as removing nitrates from effluent ponds on dairy farms. Staying on the theme of nitrate, another student, Trang Guen, is trying to create potatoes that require less nitrogen to grow and will therefore need less fertiliser. My name is Chang, PhD student in David Lab, and I work on potato. So uh, my project is aimed to produce a potato can grow well under low nitrogen conditions. Yeah. And currently we get the potato can live well in the in vitro condition. The nitrogen is like 116 compared to the normal condition. 
So you're getting your potatoes to grow with one sixteenth of the nitrogen that normally in the in in vitro condition. So you've got a whole lot of little pottles. Yeah. So they're little pottles with little plants growing in them. So those like miniature potato plants. Yeah. (laughs) And right now I put two months in low nitrogen condition, really low, one sixteen compared to normal condition. And you can see really different between the two plants. That one looks dark and healthy. Yeah. And this one looks pale and yeah. it's struggling, I would have to yeah. say. So now we have this um, apparently efficient nitrogen efficient plants, meaning they only need very little nitrogen and they can do well it's in the lab, right? So the intention is we want to release these plants to any growers who like to try them out. In New Zealand. Potatoes that need little nitrogen aren't the only new variety of plants that David is thinking of. Student Gautam Janardhanan is working with peas. My name is Gautam Janardhanan and I'm from India. My primary focus is on developing plants with enhanced cold tolerance, tolerance to cold. So I'm trying to work on peas. So what we're trying to look at is like increasing the cold tolerance of plants during the winter seasons. So usually plants prone to stress like temperature especially, they lose their viability or their capability to reproduce during the high temperature or low temperature peaks. So how cold tolerant will cold tolerant be? What, can, what temperatures do you think they could tolerate? So when it comes to cold temperature stress, there's a two different scenarios. You have chilling tolerance and a freezing tolerance. Anywhere the temperature drops below zero, it's called freezing. And the temperature between 0 to 15, it's called a chilling stress or cold stress. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do the same like the nitrogen one. We are trying to select a plant cells which is resistant to cold or heat, which can withstand extreme temperatures and grow in the normal conditions. I'm trying to use an amino acid analog as a selective agent. And I select the plants, giving them different concentration and pick the best one that's surviving the stress. And we try to evaluate them in the glasshouse conditions. Once we get the seeds from the F1 generation, we try to sow in the field and look for if this character is being transferred to the offsprings. So your project goes from the lab to the glasshouse and then into the field. Right, that's right. So do you have some promising candidates? Yes, we have got some promising lines that's been giving best results right now. Back to David. Where do you get wood from? You grow trees. You grow trees. If that's the only way at the moment. And, well, we also heard about that growing trees is good for the environment because it's a carbon sink. It produces oxygen. So we have a plantation for 30 years and then chop it down, right? So I asked the question, hey, is there another way we can grow wood without the need to chop down trees, without the need to, to disturb this uh, carbon sink in the world. And then I had a conversation with the Space Exploration Program in USA, and we're talking about someday we want to have space stations up there, right? We need to build things and so on. It's not practical to bring timber from Earth up there. You want to create wood in space? Yes. We don't want to bring timber up there. So the way that I see it is we can grow cells from trees and then start to learn about 
how to make those cells to become wood cells, to become a wood structure, a timber. Okay. So how do you go from a flask of cells to a piece of wood? To grow wood without growing the trees is a very long journey. And I have broken it up into many, many different stages. And the first stage I realised is we really need to learn how to convert ordinary tree cells into wood cells. And more importantly, converting them into a structure, just like the wood found in the trees. Sabai so Shui is the student tasked with trying to grow wood without growing trees. My name is Sabai. Yeah. And you're working on this challenge that David has set of how to make wood without growing trees. Yeah. So how are you going about doing it? I just replant tissue from the outside tree and cut out on the nutrient median. I give nutrient what they want and also I give hormone to produce stem cells. Stem cells are unorganized cells. Yeah, so we, we humans have stem cells and you've got tree stem cells yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you're going to have to give them commands to make yeah, of specific course. kinds yeah. of so cells. I, I give different hormone combination, concentration and also... So different treatments. Uh, now I, we got uh, wood material in the cell culture. That is our yeah very big achievement. Sabai has managed to turn undifferentiated stem cells into wood cells that contain lignin and show a xylem-like structure. Made not by a tree, but in the lab. She does acknowledge it will be a while before we're growing wood in space. Thanks everyone. David Leung is a biotechnology professor at the University of Canterbury and Nagisa Daraja, Gautam Janardhanan, Trung Nguyen and Sabai Saw Shui are all PhD students in David's research group. I'm Alison Balance and this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ first aired on the 11th of February 2021. You can find photos and links at our webpage rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld and the subscription link for our free email newsletter is at the bottom of the page. You can also subscribe to us as a podcast, RNZ Science, wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, do check out the podcast tab at rnz.co.nz. There is some great audio and video there on a wide range of topics. We're on Facebook and Twitter as RNZ Science. Many thanks for your company. Catch you next time. Na mihi. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.